of the exchange with my sister, and for a moment his eyes glittered in a way that back then I hadn't yet learned to be wary of. A month later, my sister's husband received a fabulous job offer. Double his salary, free housing, free cars, a full-time nanny for their daughter, three maids, and a country club membership were included. It was a job they couldn't refuse. It was in Morocco. After Jimmy's plane crashed and left me a widow at 32, all the media around the world wrote of only one thing, that Jimmy had willed me nothing. None of his billions, two or twenty of them, I never could remember how many, none of it was left to me. Are we broke or rich today? I'd often ask him, because his net worth fluctuated from day to day, depending on what Jimmy was trying at the moment. Today we're broke he'd say, and he would laugh in the same way as when he'd tell me he'd made so many millions that day. The money never mattered to Jimmy. No one understood that. To him, it was just a byproduct of the game. It's like all those peels you throw away after you've made jam, he'd say. Only in this case, the world values the peel and not the jam. Poor world, I said. Then Jimmy laughed hard and carried me upstairs where he made sweet love to me. It's my opinion that Jimmy knew he wasn't going to live to be an old man. I've got to do what I can as fast as I can. You with me, Frex? he'd ask. Always, I'd answer, and I meant it. Always. But I didn't follow him to the grave. I was left behind, just as Jimmy said I would be. I'll take care of you, Frex, he said more than once. When he talked of such things, he always called me by the name he'd given me the first time we met, Frex, for the freckles across my nose. When he said, I'll take care of you, I didn't give the words much thought. Jimmy had always taken care of me. Whatever I wanted, he gave me long before I knew I wanted it. Jimmy said, I know you better than you know yourself. And he did. But then, to be fair, I never had time to get to know much about myself. Following Jimmy all over the world didn't leave a person much time to sit and contemplate. Jimmy knew me, and he did take care of me, not in the way the world thought was right, but in the way he knew I needed. He didn't leave me a rich widow with half the world's bachelors clamoring to profess love for me. No, he left the money and all twelve of the expensive houses to the only two people in the world he truly hated, his older sister and brother. To me, Jimmy left a run-down, overgrown farm in the backwoods of Virginia, a place I didn't even know he owned, and a note. It said, Find out the truth about what happened, will you, Frex? Do it for me, and remember that I love you. Wherever you are, whatever you do, remember that I love you. J. When I saw the farmhouse, I burst into tears. What had enabled me to survive the past six weeks was the image of that farmhouse. I'd imagined something charming, made of logs, with a stone chimney at one end. I'd imagined a deep porch with hand-hewn rocking chairs on it and a lawn in front with pink roses spilling petals in the breeze. I'd envisioned acres of gently rolling land covered with fruit trees and raspberry bushes, all of them pruned and healthy and dripping ripe fruit. But what I saw was 1960s hideous, 
It was a two-story house covered in some sort of green siding, the kind that never changes over the years. Storms, sun, snow, time, none of it had any effect on that kind of siding. It had been a pale, sickly green when it was installed, and now, many years later, it was the same color. There were vines growing up one side of the house, but not the kind of vines that make a place look quaint and cozy. These were vines that looked as though they were going to engulf the house, eat it raw, digest it, then regurgitate it in the same ghastly green. It can be fixed, Philip said softly from beside me. In the weeks since Jimmy's death, hell could not begin to describe what I had been through. It was Philip who woke me in the middle of the night when Jimmy's plane went down. I must say that I was shocked to see him. As Jimmy's wife, I was sacrosanct. The men he surrounded himself with knew what would happen if they made any advances to